0: This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Saynert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. A 93.7 7 a ticket and the ticket FM.com. welcome in happy Thursday it's the happy hour 937 the ticket the ticket Nick standard and Enrique Alvarez Clary with you Rico what's up Heller how's it going
1: Queen. Okay,
0: so if you have not heard the news, Queen Elizabeth is dead at age ninety-six.
1: Has she officially passed? She has officially died. Okay.
0: She is officially dead. Mark John.
1: Mark, what is <laughs> We shouldn't I'm be laughing saying, about this. Somebody's no, dead. No,
0: we should not be. But I also just pulled up the Clutch Points graphic again. <laughs> I can't get over it. So, 402-464-5685, the Honda Vigan Hotline, the Sardar Heyman text line. Both those open for you guys the entire show. Uh, once again, Queen Elizabeth dead at age 96, uh, officially. Mark is... <laughs> you just
1: say it so like...
2: <laughs> You're very blunt with the news, and I guess I appreciate that about you, Nick. <laughs> But oh, you're just you matter of fact. The how, queen, the queen is dead.
0: How, how should I say it? The queen,
1: the queen has moved on. The, the queen has passed away. She has passed. Okay, the queen
0: has the, passed. The queen She's, has died. The queen's Even dead. Okay, it's so not. The is dead. dead. The queen so has joined
1: so. her husband in the afterlife. And, and, and OG so and so. They are they are alive. alive. <laughs> so
0: if you guys want to see this graphic that we're going to be discussing here momentarily, uh, Clutch Points tweeted out this graphic of Queen Elizabeth basically in the clouds. Um, with her hands in her pockets, looking down on various athletes. And of those various athletes, Chicago Bulls star Lou Deng is involved, OG Ananobi, Rory McElroy, <laughs> David Beckham, and then I, I, there's a couple other ones that are also. I feel there like all well. of them are British. They're all British, so that's the link. I didn't know that OG
1: Ananobi was British.
0: But I, I actually did. I think I found that I out a couple was, months ago like when I when plays. I was watching him play.
1: Like I know he plays for the Raptors, but I legit thought he was Canadian.
0: Okay, so yeah, unnamed Texas says Charles is officially in charge. So, oh my um, that's true. And, and George, I so I was watching CNN as this kind of news. Uh, Bucko, you need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> you need to <a> chill. <sighs> Right. So,
1: you want to say what he said?
0: No, I do not. That's 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 too far. It's too far. That is disrespectful. But how dare you? That is just. Dis- do you want to say? I don't want to be the one to say that text.
1: No, yeah, you're the one that's very <laughs> blunt with your words. I thought
0: the say- queen died.
1: May she rest in peace.
0: What am I supposed to do? What am I, I supposed know. to say? Oh, um, she lived
1: a long life. What was she 97? 98?
0: Yeah, ninety six. She's old. She was. Um, been, uh, been the queen for seventy years. Which is pretty crazy. Look at her. Um, Look at her go. See, okay, here we go. Mouth of the South. Wow, Nick. When you die, I hope someone says it on the radio the way you did, then laughs just like you did. You're a clown. Nick is dead. Thank you. Riga. Do you want me to say that? Go ahead and laugh when you pass. <laughs> and say that I was a clown, please. Nick, he was a clown. Nick was a clown. Thank you, Mouth of the South. Um. Anyway, so four zero two four six four five six eight five. Couple things before we dive into Husker football and volleyball discussion. I don't know if you saw this yesterday, Rico. Obviously, NFL is going to be starting up tonight, so we will we'll talk plenty of that, probably in the crossover with Nathan and Strick and things like that. But Jameis Winston was asked yesterday, kind of about the human anatomy and kind of how the body works. And James, before before we play this, Rico, you have not heard this.
1: I have not. I saw it
0: making its rounds on
1: social okay. media, and I was like, I'm not going to watch this. Okay, so I've, I've seen Jameis eat a W, and
0: and that is true. Talk about other weird things. I don't need this. I think I think Jameis would be a a blast to hang out with. You think so? I do. I think Jameis gets a bad rap. Well, he's- he can see now. You Which I, I'm interested to he see how that,
1: thats true. No more interceptions.
0: Um, that—that's true. Um, okay, so let's let's listen to James Winston talk about the human anatomy
2: of the body. So, uh, just a holistic body, everything about your body. You have to be able to work certain things. Just because my knee hurt, that doesn't mean that I need to work my knee. I need to work my hips, right? I need to work my ankles. Uh, and you, you got certain things that are—we're we're all like—it's our body is so symmetrical. Right, you got, you got your wrists, you know, and then you, what are your wrists on the bottom half? Your ankles, you know, you got your shoulders up top, what are your shoulders? Your, your hips, you know what I'm saying? You got your elbows, what are your elbows? Your knees, right? Like, so, uh, it's symmetrical and you just got to work different parts. So, so the
0: best part of the whole video, if, if you go watch it, he's not... Wrong. He's not wrong. He's making correlations to what elbows are in, in in terms of your lower half, and what your wrists are in terms of your I mean, the your lower is, part of your, your body knee is
1: just your leg elbow.
0: Okay, so Rico
1: here, we okay. Your hand is just your arm foot.
0: Your arm foot exactly.
1: You know what, Jameis?
0: You're on to something. something. You cannot tell me. You cannot tell me. Uh, your shoulders are just that. Jameis Winston would hips. not be fun to hang out with on on a Saturday night. <laughs> he would be a blast because you never know what's coming out of his mouth. The best part of this video is he...
1: Sorry, I think we saw the same text. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. That took me a
0: uh, <laughs> Wow. So okay. you never know what's going to come out of his mouth, number one. Number two, the best part of this video was Jameis going, what's, the, what's, what's your elbows? And he like, he's like, he's like he waiting. Waiting for the reporters to help They're him like, out. And he'd be like, "Your knees. knees. Yeah, and he's exactly. like, knees. Exactly. See. So that was the best part, but I wanted to share that with you, Rico. Thank you. And and Jameis Winston on the human anatomy of the body. Thank you, Thank you Jameis. Thank so, um, how how do we think we're, Jameis with the Saints? Obviously, right? Yes. Um, starting wh- quarterback. Okay. Um, starting quarterback for the, for the Saints, and I think he's going to have a pretty good year. Will he as Alvin Kamara? Michael Thomas is supposed is, is to Kamara going to play? Because I know he's got that whole situation still looming over his head.
2: What?
1: It- the situation?
0: Yeah, some some legal situation that didn't happen like Vegas or something.
1: I don't know. Text line, help me out. I don't remember Alvin Kamara's situation. But if Alvin Kamara plays, he has Alvin Kamara. He has Michael yeah. Thomas
0: supposedly back from his foot, ankle, wrist injury. <clears throat> so Kamara is facing felony battery charges from an incident in a Las Vegas casino from February. Oh,
1: maybe I Al- doesn't the, have Alvin Kamara. <laughs> the
0: the August first hearing has been already twice or has already been p- postponed twice after attorneys asked for more time to review evidence, um, and that was back on August. So it was, it was suspended for or postponed for another 60 days on August 1st. So I suppose that means that August October 1st is the next time he has a hearing, and is he going to go to his hearing in football season? I don't know. Yes. I, I hope so. I, I forgot about his, his uh, legal trouble, I and I drafted him. Ooh. So no we'll, no. we'll hope for the best. Waterboy oh, wa- wants me to replay it. So yeah, I so here's Jameis Winston talking about the human anatomy.
2: So uh, just a holistic body, everything about your body, you have to be able to work certain things just because my knee hurting. That doesn't mean that I need to work my knee. I need to work my hips, right? I need to work my ankles. Uh, and you, you got certain things that are, we're, we're all like, it's, our body is so symmetrical, right? You got, you got your wrists, you know, and then you, what are your wrists on the bottom half? Your ankles, you know, you got your shoulders up top. What are your shoulders? Your, your hips. You know what I'm saying? You got your elbows. What are the elbows? your elbows? Your knees, right? Like, so <laughs> Your knees. Uh, it's symmetrical, and you just got to work different parts.
0: What are your elbows? He's your also knees. not wrong. Like,
1: when you do hurt your knee, they have you work your hips and your and your, and your your ankles to keep, you know, mm-hmm. all of that intact so you're good to go. So, I mean, it works.
0: I, I think it's – now, obviously, if you actually watch the video, it's a lot more enjoyable because he his eyes like open up wide and he's like, What's your elbows? Your knees. So it's just um it's good. As always, four oh two, four six four, five six, eight five the Honda Lincoln Hotline. The uh starter Ham Text line, both those open for you guys. The entire entire show, Hammond <laughs> Bean <laughs> says, Imagine asking him how babies are made. Symmetrically.
1: Symmetrical. Symmetrical.
0: <laughs> What's your knees, your elbows? No. What's your hips? Your shoulders. shoulders.
1: So your shoulders are just your, your <laughs> upper hips. Your upper hips, or your hips are just your lower shoulders. It's so. all I symmetrical. I so
0: I, I think that we have a way to make that into an open.
1: Yeah, we can figure it out. We we need to we need to update our open. I We've, don't think the open needs an update. It was just read the rejoins need touched up. Okay, touched up rejoins. The the open is fine. Maybe we can we can add a little pizzazz. Yeah, but. The open is fine. The rejoins, just a little touched up. Okay,
0: so just a little touched up on the rejoins. All right, so once again, four six four five six eight five. the Honda Living Hotline, the Starter hammond Text Line, both those open for you guys, as well as the Starter hammond Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Uh, you guys can get in touch with the show. That way, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button on the YouTube um, just to get n- updates and get notified whenever we go live as well. Rico, we are a couple days out from Georgia Southern. And I, I want to dive into this Husker football discussion before we have to get to, to a break. And it, it was something that Scott Frost said today. Now, we know um, Anthony Grant had himself quite the day this last Saturday. And Nebraska, oh, yeah, and Nebraska was able to run the ball decently effective on Saturday against North Dakota. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't necessarily because of the offensive line. It was more because of Anthony Grant. But you hope that that offensive line gets better. There was a lot of shuffling going on on that front five uh, for the offensive line last week. I mean, on, on the time when Casey Thompson got strip sacked, it was Prochaska was at right tackle, and you had Corcoran at left tackle. Like you had guys all switched up on that offensive line.
1: You moved your left tackle to right tackle, moved everybody left. The everybody spot. left,
0: and it just felt like you were kind of just playing roulette with the offensive line the entire game on Saturday. And so may, hopefully you I guess you hope as a fan and, and I'm sure as a coaching staff that you have some consistency there or you start to build some consistency because really after this week, and not even saying that this week is a cakewalk, but for sure after this week, there are no cakewalks on the schedule. There mm. are no more North Dakota's or Georgia Southerns on the schedule. And so you got like these were your three weeks here, although you lost Northwestern. These were your three weeks where you could have you could afford things to maybe not be as smooth as they need to be in the later parts of the year.
1: People forget that Indiana had a worse record than Northwestern, but Indiana did get a win over in no Illinois, yeah, Indiana. Indiana did get a win over mm-hmm. Illinois to start their season. But Indiana had a worse record than Northwestern, so calling Northwestern the worst team on the schedule in terms of power five opponents yeah. is technically wrong. Now
0: what's interesting is Indiana now has a, a win over Illinois. Yes. Their <clears throat> so, first
1: Big Ten win in a year. They, You're they right. Only won two games last year, and they're both at a conference. Well, Tom Allen,
0: their head coach, got that decent size extension, and then has a horrible year last year. Mm-hmm. And no, I, I gave them no shot in that Illinois game. Like no. the the spread was Indiana minus one, I believe. And I, I thought there's no way that Indiana covers this. There's no way that Illinois with the, the heavy rushing attack of, of Chase Brown in the backfield, and then you still have Isaiah Williams, who is the used to be quarterback, now turned into just kind of super athlete he's there for everything. Illinois. He's yeah. He's I mean everything. he he's there everything. And so he is there
1: nope, never mind. Don't say it. Nope, don't it. don't say Wandale Robinson. <laughs> I knew it.
0: Um Wondell Robinson DeAnthony Thomas. Yeah. In that in that conversation.
1: He's their Illini-R. Illini-R. Duck-R. R. R. There you go. Husk-R. Whatever it Husker. is. Anyway, Husk-R. just their
0: guy. Yeah. No, he's, he's their playmaker on offense. So, um, I, I sat there saying there's no way, even on the road in Indiana, where Bloomington's not a difficult place to play by any means. Beautiful looking stadium, though. Would you be interested in going to Indiana? 100%. I want to watch it Would you game. rather go to Indiana or Purdue? Indiana. Mm, I, I think I'm going Rossade. Really? I think so. You want to see the train tracks? I want to see the giant drum.
1: That's a cool drum. Giant drum. Yeah. So, anyway. Don't they take it on the road with them? I don't I want, know. To, se- I want to see the giant drum at Indiana's Memorial Stadium.
0: Oh, best of both worlds yeah. there. Mm-hmm. There you go. Maybe they take it. Maybe they do take it they, on the they road. They
1: tried taking it to Nord- Notre Dame, and it was denied entrance. Hmm. Remember that? It was a big
0: deal I do remember year. that. Yeah. So, anyway, Nebraska was able to run the ball. Last week, effectively right, especially Anthony Grant had 189 yards on the ground. Um, AJ Allen had over 50 yards as well. They scored a couple rushing touchdowns, and they started. I mean, they they ran the ball 11 straight times to end the game too, and so they really started to establish a, a running game on the ground. And and now this, the conversation this week, Anthony Grant got co Big Ten Player Offensive Player of the Week as well, and you like sat here going, there's a chance Nebraska has. A all Big Ten caliber running back,
1: maybe not first team, but he's maybe not first be team, on the list,
0: but he's a top five running back in the league. You would think so, and and I don't think that's being out of line by saying that. Although it was against North Dakota, like now I was saying this after the Northwestern game. Like take away the forty eight yard touchdown run that he had, and then how much did he really do? I like I'll admit I said that after the week first week. But maybe there's there's a help. Obviously, that Northwestern's rush defense might be better than North Dakota's. But also, there there's such a thing as just trying to get into a rhythm. And they also pass the ball a whole lot more against Northwestern than they did against North Dakota. And it's something interesting that came out of Scott's press Scott Frost press conference today was he was asked about the weather, and because there's a fifty percent chance of rain on Saturday evening. And they were asked, you know, because they're still trying to figure out the, the relationship or the marriage between Scott Frost and Mark Whipple and all the offensive coaches. And he was asked, you know, what what's going to happen if it rains? And you have to kind of lean on the run. Where's your comfortability at with the running game? And here's what Scott Frost had to say.
2: We'll see what the weather's like. Hopefully it doesn't change anything. Um, we got to handle it. If
0: it turns into a type of game where you have to run the ball to win, then uh, hopefully we're equipped for that.
1: I don't think there should be a... I, I'm not going to read too much into that. I don't think there should be a hopefully attached to that sentence. Uh, I don't I, think so either. I think they're equipped to handle that. And uh, maybe he just misspoke with that one word. But I, maybe. I after last week's performance from the running backs, not just not just, uh, Anthony Ground, AJ Allen, like you said, had, had a pretty good showing. Uh, I believe that they will be fully equipped to handle the weather mm-hmm. if it rains uh, and... I mean that'll put a damper on Georgia Southern's offense since they want to pass the ball so much. The the rain and the weather could put a damper on their offense and they'll probably have to do something that they're not really looking forward to doing or or maybe not equipped to doing. But Nebraska, as of you know through two games, seem pretty solid mm-hmm. in the running game. At least.
0: well, I I think so too. And you have I think there should be excitement maybe around this program or this offense specifically into what the running game could be looking like or how successful it could be if they get their offense playing above average. Right? Like if their offense is able to win the line of scrimmage, that you could argue that maybe the offensive line didn't even win the line of scrimmage a whole lot last Saturday. No they did not and and that's against North Dakota. So
1: they had instances.
0: Yeah, there were there were there were there were flashes, right? Had Just had like there has been um, but consistently, right? We always talk about consistency as someone texts in, hey guys, don't forget the coaches have been preaching stacking practices and games. Let's hope they stick to their word. And like, that's exactly where I'm at is I, I just am ready to see some consistency, whether it's in the lack of like discipline section of the game, whether it's, you know, lack of penalties, um, lack of stupid mistakes and beating yourself. But, once again, it's like this offensive staff, I, I we don't know what it's going to look like on Saturday. E, whether it rains or not, mm-hmm. they could go out there and throw 42 passes again and be like, listen, that's just our offense, and it, it's, it stinks to be Anthony Grant, who who had 189 yards last week. Congratulations, but it's not happening but again. But it's not happening again. You know, this 20-some carries aren't happening again. Or, they could come out and say, listen, we know it worked last week, and... We're going to build on we're going to build on it. Right. We have no clue sitting here on on Thursday, two days away from Georgia Southern.
1: Yeah, it's as that texter mentioned, they they talk about and preach stacking practices and stacking games. What you did last week is something you can stack on something you can build upon. You had a running back go for damn near 200 yards. Why not keep that going? Why yeah. not allow the offensive line to, to be mashers, to go forward, and as Don Ryola likes to say, move bodies. Mm-hmm. Take someone's head off. Get them moving down the field. Open up lanes for your, for your hopefully, all Big Ten running back. And what you can do off of that is is use the run to set up the pass. If you still want to pass the ball, you can. But right now, it seems as if you have, and I know it's through two games and in the last game you played, North Dakota, an FCS team, but it seems like you have a decent running game. Use that to, to 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 then open up the passing lanes for your quarterback. You don't have to sling the ball forty-five times if you don't need to, especially in a game against Georgia Southern, where I don't think this game should be close. I don't think the game is going to be close. I think mm-hmm. Nebraska takes care of business. I don't think Casey Thompson has to throw it over 30 times in this game. I think that I, I, I hope, I believe that the running back, the running that that Anthony Grant, A.J. Allen, Gay Bervin, Ramir Johnson, Jacquez Yan, you know whoever they have running the ball, toting the rock, is going to get a decent amount of touches, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to spread it out enough where maybe you don't see somebody go over 100 yards, but you're going to have a lot of guys over 50, 60 yeah. yards.
0: Uh, and one last point we'll make until, and we might continue this conversation on the other side, is last week going into the North Dakota game, I said this, Rico, I was, I was saying something along the lines of, I'm going to learn the most about this program and about who this team is in the first and second quarter. Because by the time you get to the third and fourth quarter, Nebraska's depth is going to kind of take over and be able to win you the football game. Or And they did, but also they did that with a, with a, a good running game, with a strong running game and strong play from their two backs, Anthony Grant and A.J. Allen. So I think we go into this game as well with a similar mindset. Uh, that's at least what I'm doing. Is mm-hmm. Nebraska? I, you got to start out fast. You got to show us that you can score points at at a consistent rate, um, while while holding the opponent not to, to not scoring points, basically holding the opponent, and show us that other than the drive that you scripted out of the locker room to start mm-hmm. the game, that you're able to. to Run an offense, right, mm-hmm. and and because you're going to need to score more than seven points in the first <laughs> half next the following week against Oklahoma. Oh, definitely. And so, like once again, I'm sitting here with the with the mindset of we're going to learn a lot. Hopefully, hopefully we're able to learn a lot in the first two quarters against the on the on Saturday, because that's when guys are fresh. That's when you're going to be able to to see who's truly winning the line of scrimmage. How quick is Nebraska able to beat? Georgia Southern on on routes. How quick is a, uh is, is the offensive line able to win the line of scrimmage? Is the defensive line able to to get to the quarterback? They're because they're going to need to. They're going to have to. And and Clay want to sling it. Clay Helton actually talked about what kind of offense he wanted to run. Um, against Nebraska, but we got to take a break, unfortunately. So we'll get to Clay Helton's quote after the break, and we'll continue this conversation on the other side. You guys are listening to The Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Saynard and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.